This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. There's nothing retaining it from, from spinning. Yeah. And what happens is, is these plungers will spin to where, like, let's say this is a CP4 crankshaft or, or camshaft. So it's supposed to sit on like this and roll nice and smooth and nice and easy and go everybody's up and down. Everybody's, everybody's happy. <laughs> <laughs> but what happens is, is if this turns, you're just making a wear mark and you're wearing out this metal to the point where this roller will stop rolling. Yeah. America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesmen. Just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. The trials and tribulations of a 68 RFE, Tyler Go. <laughs> All right. New truck, right? <laughs> Everything is good. Life is good. You know. Um, air quotes. Air quote. Life is good. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we uh, went out camping for my, my buddy's uh, 50th birthday. It was a, fr- it was a Friday. Um, we, t- we take off at like eh, 4-ish, 4.30-ish. Okay. Driving the truck up this hill, it's got 5,300 miles on it, okay? She's And it, like, won't go into lockup. With a trailer, loaded, family in the car, won't go into lockup. The same trailer you've been hauling this whole time since you had, like, 85 miles on the truck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shh, don't say that out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Supposed to break it in. Um, So it it starts doing this weird, funky thing. I'm like, what the heck's going on here? And so I find a spot where I can pull over. Mm -hmm. I just turn it off, pop the hood. Like, oh, every, the engine's there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, warning you. It said check engine. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, no it didn't have a check engine light at that point. But I, I, I find a spot to park, stop the truck, turn it off, get out and look. Nothing's leaking. Nothing looks like it's overheating or, or doing anything crazy. Turn the truck back on. It seems to be working how it should. Okay, great. Turn mm-hmm. a corner. Check engine light. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, come on. Come on, Ram. Come on, man. 
So at this, and what I noticed too, it was doing some weird, some weird stuff with my my uh, uh, exhaust fluid. Like it was eating mm-hmm. it really quick. So I, I don't know, something happened. Uh, it's like, well, it's actually like an hour and ten minutes before the dealership that I got it from closes. So I call them up. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey. Uh, well, I first call the service department. Nobody answers. I call again. Nobody answers. I'm like this is not this is not the start of a good relationship, Ram. <laughs> so I call sales. I'm like, hey, I just bought this truck from you guys. I got a check engine light. I'm on my way out of town with my trailer, my family. We're trying to get out of town, and you guys are gonna come check. You guys are gonna check this. I'm gonna bring it to you. You guys, you're gonna check it out. And they're like, okay, how soon can you get here? I'm like, like meow. I'm like, 10 minutes. Yeah. 20 minutes later, I get there. <laughs> My wife was like, why did you tell them 10 minutes? You knew it was, I was like, I still want them to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have them waiting there for me than me going, you know. Yeah, if you say 20, they think 30. And right. then like 30 is like 30 minutes past, we're supposed to leave. Yeah, I want so the guy yeah, out there yeah. going, he said 10 minutes. It's yeah. been it's been 18. Uh, anyways, yeah. I get there. Luckily, a guy that I know is still there. The guy I used to work with at Dishman Dodge. Still ah, there. Spokane. Awesome, right? And I'm like, you're looking at my truck? And he's like, hell yeah. I'm like, sweet. And so they go and look at it. It has a code for torque converter. I don't I don't remember the code number. I'll, I'll get it from him. But it was a torque converter lockup clutch code. Okay. And I had a code for the SCR. They cleared it. He unplugged the transmit, the main transmission connector, like mm-hmm. to reset everything. And he's like, yeah, well, take off. If it happens again, calls us up. Yeah. call us. I'm like, well, okay, that's, that's, that's all cool. Anyways, I leave my phone there. Okay. At the dealership. I'm like, which normally isn't a big deal for me. I, you know, whatever. I don't look at it anyways, but mm-hmm. we take off, have a great weekend. I, uh, we were joking the whole weekend of, I bet you Coeur d'Alene Power Sports is going to call me and tell me my talent's there. Like, we're just joking. Joking around. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. As I'm driving back, I'm going past Coeur d'Alene. I'm like, I bet you the talent's there. Just, ha, ha, ha. You know what really grinds my gears, Tyler? Please share. When the OEMs or the original manufacturers put parts on trucks that make no sense. Hmm, let me think about that. Maybe like, I don't know, a CP4 and a 19 to 20 Ram? That's exactly it. I have no idea why they would have gone away from the old reliable CP3 and put on the CP4, but luckily, they went away from that. Absolutely. And also, luckily, our friends at BD have come out with a kit to get rid of that CP4 in your 19 to 20 Ram and install either a stock or performance R900 CP3 pump on your 19 to 20 Ram. Best thing about that, no tuning required, and it comes with full-color instructions. Everything that you need to make the install clean and crisp and get yourself back into a CP3 on your 19 to 20 Ram. So if you want to increase the reliability of your 19 to 20 Ram with 67 Cummins on it, make sure and check out this kit from BD Diesel. Absolutely. We here at America's Diesel Podcast trust BD components on every single one of our rigs. Get you one today. Well, Monday comes around. I go back to the dealership to get my phone and to schedule another appointment, which it's there right now today. Like the day we're filming. Yeah. The day we're filming this, it's in the dealership right now, uh, getting checked out. I just want to make sure everything's good. I don't foresee anything major happening with it, but maybe it was just a fluke thing. I don't know. We'll find out. Anyways, I grab my phone. I turn my phone on. Guess who I have a voicemail from? (laughs) Coeur d'Alene Power Sports. The Talon is in. The Talon has landed. So... I had the stress of the I, that whole week worrying about the truck, but it was alleviated with the fact that I got my Talon finally, and it's badass. I absolutely love that thing. Dude, it is awesome. so cool. And driving it up the rack is not bad. Coming down, however, 
is a little weird. It's a little a sketch. Little, it's a little sketch. It's a little sketch. I thought it was going to be complete opposite. Hmm. I have to give props to my wife because she was she was right. She's like, honestly, I bet you going down is going to be scarier. She was right. Yeah. <laughs> she was right. Always but right. Anyways, yeah. So, well, all right. Well, uh, we'll keep you posted on what happens. What what happened with it? Like I said, I don't I don't foresee. I drove it for a week, about a week and a half after that, and. Everything seemed to be fine. I didn't put. I haven't put any weight behind it. We haven't gone camping since, but just because I wanted it checked out, especially before me throwing another two thousand pounds in the bed. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, so anyways, we'll find out. All right, let's get into this podcast. Uh, this is a fun one. This is yeah. one that we've been waiting to do. We've had if you, for you YouTube watchers out there, we've 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 got some some props in front of yeah. us. We have been waiting to do this episode for quite a while. Yes, we have. Um, for those of you, if if you're tuning into this episode for the content about CP4 pumps, and it's the first time hearing about us, this is Ben, that's Tyler, this is America's Diesel Podcast, we talk about a lot of other stuff besides just actual like diesel parts and diesel trucks, talk about life things, uh, but today is going to be a very, I would say, tech-heavy episode. A very Not too heavy, it's going to be it's going to be for the every everyday guy. I mean, I'll be honest with you, like, there's... There's a bunch of things with this pump as far as like the fuel flow, where things go, and that that I'm not like a hundred percent up on. Inlet, outlet. Yeah. There we go. We're gonna give, we're gonna <laughs> so. give you the information that you need to know and why it makes sense about what we're talking about. So let's get this intro out of the way because we can't start it. We can't finish it unless we start it. So hey, yeah. yeah Thanks for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from Hell's Kitchen, aka Spokane. It is. Friggin' hot today. Yeah. Why don't we do the podcast Again, like on Monday or Tuesday? It would have been way better. The temps went down. They came right back up. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we don't have AC in our podcast room, so currently me and Tyler are uh, sweating like... We sweat it out, all right? ...certain types of people when they go to church. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, so make sure and check us out on uh, all your normal podcast platforms, Google Sound or Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Um, you can watch this on YouTube. This is going to be an excellent episode to watch on YouTube because we are going to have some visual cues coming up on on the screen and when i mean that it's a like, visual stimulation yes we are actually going to be flying in pictures and things or zoom ins and stuff like that to give you a better idea of what we're talking about because we have that ability now moving on up in the world yeah that being said um oh uh instagram and the tiktok we're on the tiktok now yes i do call it the tiktok <laughs> sue me i don't care uh, you can find us on there and facebook by searching america's diesel podcast Tyler hit him with whatever you got. Oh, reviews, reviews, reviews. Keep those reviews coming in. You leave a five-star review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier. Screenshot that bad boy and send it to podcast at dieselpowerproducts.com. Is that right? It. Yes. Nailed it. You send that with a picture of your truck and an address. Ben will send you a super sick sticker that looks just like logo on our cup and our background. Let's keep them coming. We're moving up in the ranks. I, I, I imagine by this time next year, we're going to be top five automotive. Yeah. If not, we're highlandering it. We're killing everybody ahead of us. Yeah. If not, we're just going <laughs> to lie about it and say we're top five yeah. automotive. Who's going to check? Yeah, who's going to? Oh, Jim. James. Yeah. Uh, Jim Lawrence will check. He's a fact checker. <laughs> He'll check. Uh, Shoot. There is, uh, <laughs> there's other people involved. Jim, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is Jim Lawrence, our resident <laughs> fact checker. He's in Wisconsin. He's a badass, and He's I a, like him. He's a 7'3 guy. He, oh, yeah, of course. We're friends, obviously. <laughs> of course. Yeah. No. We were friends and we didn't even know it yet. <laughs> so let's get into this episode. Yes. You probably tuned in, and if it's your first time watching, you probably tuned in because we're talking about CP4 pumps and why they fail. Let's get a quick background on CP4s. If someone's told you, like, oh, watch out, CP4, blah, 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 blah. CP4 is your injection pump. Yes. 
That's what makes the fuel from like normal pressure, say anywhere between 10 to 18 or 19 pounds. Essentially, it converts low pressure fuel to high pressure fuel for a high pressure common rail system. Yeah, we're talking high pressure anywhere between like 6,000 to like 30,000 psi to feed your injectors. Yes. Um, there are two main CP3 pumps, that are, or CP3s, even refers to yeah. them as CP3s. <laughs> two main injection pumps, especially on recent trucks, that would be referred to CP3 and CP4. And there's also like the CP4.2. Basically, just we're talking about. This will cover pretty much all CP4s. Like they're all kind of built the same. So your CP4 is going to be in any LML truck and newer. Mm -hmm. Um, 6.7 Power Stroke, Mm -hmm. all the way up. Uh, And 19 to 20 RAM only. 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 Ram wise up. And they're, I mean, they're in eco diesels. I think they might even be in the Power Stroke, the 3.0 Power Stroke. Probably. I would imagine. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we've got the CP3, which is the tried-and-true badass that's been in all the Duramaxes from 2001 to 2010, and then Cummins from tw- 2003 to 2018, and then back in 2021. Um, so they made a really good decision on going back to a yeah. CP3 on Rams. And we're going to tell you why, because we're going to show you the, parts, the main part that fails on CP4s. And when you... When you when you watch this or when you listen to this, I hope you're watching because you, you got to see because it's like the most it's like oh yeah that's like bound to fail that makes total sense. <laughs> so in these two pumps, um, we've so we've been waiting to this episode for a while, and we realized today when we were going to the episode, it's like yeah. don't we have a CP4? Here yeah, now? I ran into Ben Ben's office and I was yeah. like Ben. We have a CP4 back there. Let's go freaking rip that thing apart. Let's, real yeah, quick. let's see how hard could it be to take apart. So we start taking we're good at apart. taking shit apart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we uh, we started realizing like, oh, we have the part here exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and I will go ahead and say like, if you're wanting to get real tech heavy on CP4s and stuff, yeah, uh, SNS Diesel. They have a really awesome video that explains that he go. He has a cutout. He explains the fuel flow where the con- contamination happens, and the mm-hmm. main failure point. So what we're going to get into today, um, first things first, the reasonings they went to a CP4 is kind of ridiculous. I, like, we, we both agreed, like, I could see why they would, but at the same time, once it's, I think it's a classic case of, on paper, the engineer who did it was like, this makes total sense. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. Yeah. But then, do you know like, what one of the main reasons was? Uh, I don't know if it's a main, but the one they, I always, I've, I've watched videos and what they talk about, it's mm-hmm. lighter. Like physically lighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ridiculous. <sighs> Cheaper to make. I mean, we've got an aluminum body versus like a forged body. Um, so there's that. Uh, why would they want? Like, why would they care if it's like two pounds lighter? Like, you're, that's ridiculous. You're putting this it's not even a, like a rotating thing. It just sits there. <laughs> it's like it, having a. It's like having a, a just an extra brick under your hood, like ooh, <laughs> like truck can't handle it. Yeah, truck can't handle well, you, it. You got a you got a six pack in the back seat. <laughs> get it, get out of it. Get, get rid of it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So CP4s, um, they are synonymous for failures. Okay, and what everybody you know everybody sees like the disaster prevention kits that are out there because of metal shavings that will happen in the bottom end of this pump that'll make its way up into the rest of your fuel system yes and the what we're getting at right now is like there there is a cp4 for a lot of these trucks called a cp4 disaster prevention kit and while it does help lessen the the disaster that happens when your cp4 is going to take a crap on you because inevitably it will yeah it's going especially we'll show you why we'll show <laughs> you why it's going to but if you don't have that type of kit on there 
Um, our best analogy for that is, is there anything on your truck? Like, plan on replacing every part on your truck that has the word fuel in it. Yeah. And you may be thinking, oh, it's a lot of parts. That's because it is. Yeah, and remember, it's not a disaster solution. It is a prevention. Yes. Meaning... A failure could still happen. <laughs> the failure is, it's its inevitable. I mean, all parts do wear out, but the CP4 yeah. is just, they tend to go. So if it's one of those things where, like, you're trying to, you're worried about reliability, that's when you start looking at conversion kits, mm-hmm. converting back to a CP3 pump. But before we get into those types of kits, let's kind of talk a little bit more about why these fail just and the inherent design flaws. Yeah, absolutely. So the CP4 pump. Is it's actually a relatively simple design. Yes, it's a simple pump. There's two, so the camshaft has two lobes instead of this is a camshaft out of a CP3 where it's just got one lobe, like very similar to like a cam in a, you know, in an engine, right? It's got one lobe. Well, this has imagine this mirrored on the other side. It's two lobes. Okay, it's like a big, like a flattened oval. Okay, and there's two. Um, what you call, I mean, the, the outlets or the, the, where fuel is pressurized and comes out of these pump heads that are on either side. Like this, this particular pump is for a power stroke. Mm-hmm. And I know that cause it doesn't have a gear pump on the back. Uh, whereas the Duramax and I think the Cummins ones both have the gear pump that is similar to the CP3. Okay. So this one I'm fairly certain is a Ford pump. Um, you've got your inlet and then your return, and then you've got your two, uh, pump heads that feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically the rails okay the the biggest issue with these particular pumps is the plunger that that makes contact with the cam Mm -hmm. and i was actually surprised when we took this one apart that it's it looks fine yeah (laughs) so um so on the cp4 you've got this you know plunger pump head so this is the actual plunger right here that uh will actually pressurize the fuel to go out to the rail okay Mm -hmm. because this this guy rides on the cam lobe, and as that cam is spinning, this will go in and out, and that's what's pumping the pumping the fuel. This is just a like almost like a class seal. It's it, there's no rubber seal or anything here because it would just get destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a it's a coated um, plunger basically that just fits super super sn- not not snug is where it doesn't move, but it's just what in in mach- the machining world they call it a class fit where it's like mm-hmm. perfect. Yes. Um, but the big problem is is on these whoop on these this lobe right here so it's got a roller on it okay um that rides on the uh pump shaft now you would think that this would be a good idea this is this is like this is awesome like less friction you've got a rolling you know just like a roller rocker and an old v8 you know exactly. or something like that yeah it makes or like sense. A, yeah, roller lifter like a full roller engine they're going to be you know more efficient more you know i guess smoother whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it um but the problem with these pumps is this plunger, when it's in here, there's nothing retaining it from from spinning. Yeah. And what happens is is these plungers will spin to where, like, let's say this is a CP4 crankshaft or, or camshaft. So it's supposed to sit on like this and roll nice and smooth and nice and easy and go Everybody's up and down. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> happy. <laughs> but what happens is is if this turns you're just making a wear mark and you're wearing out this metal to the point where this roller will stop rolling. Yeah. Okay. So even if that, it magically happens to correct itself. In a, it, in a, yeah. E- yeah. Even if let's say it was riding like this for a while and magically decided to correct itself, you're still going to have metal shavings that have been created that are in the base of the pump, which is then getting 
pushed through to your FCA, mm-hmm. and that's when they say, like, if you want to find out if your CP4 has failed, pull out your FCA and see if there's a bunch of metal shavings on the screen, which right there, there's a screen on the side. So the fuel will come out. Um, once it, it mixes with all the contaminants there, it'll come up through this little hole here and hit this screen. The problem with that screen is it doesn't have a low enough micron level to stop all the contaminants. And that's just feeding all those metal shavings right to your injector, especially mm-hmm. when you got like PZO injectors and uh, an uh, injection system like that. It's can it's 100% detrimental. Like there's mm-hmm. no coming back from that. Like you have to replace the entire fuel system. Like there's no shop will tell you to like reuse a rail or anything like that because you're just going to destroy a new set of injectors. Yeah, and even with when you replace like six, seven power stroke injectors, they you know, like they sell the line with the kit. Yes. Like you're, you're and you're probably going to be buying a rail. Yeah. So all in all, I mean, it's a it's a it's a relatively simple design, but th- th- this is the part that absolutely shocked me that there's nothing there's nothing here. Like you would think if they just made this like a little bit different shape <laughs> or something, or, or even put just a, put like something on you know, a, a key on the inside, even just a to notch. Hold it. Yeah, something so, to hold it. You would think, but um, that's what happens. Is the, this spins and just rides on that cam lobe. And just wears it out, and that's where all your metal shavings come from. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the point where this stops rolling, and then you really are making some metal shavings because mm-hmm. now you have just friction happening. No, no amount of oil or fuel or anything like that can help you at that point. Mm-hmm. So that's and, why they fail. Yeah, and, they, and like <laughs> Tyler said, all that stuff. And the so the, like the disaster prevention kit will will hopefully prevent all of those shavings from getting into your system. It's not guaranteed. Uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, it, but it, your pump is still going to eat itself. Yes. So, CP3 on the other hand, this is why, and it, it was actually this is my first time really taking apart taking apart a CP3, and I it, it's it was really satisfying to see how how this pump works versus the CP4. So remember, on the CP4 we've got that roller, right? Mm-hmm. Well, on on the CP3, uh, instead of just two ports, there's three. Okay, so you have three plungers in there. This guy sits up. These ones are almost coming out, but we kind of destroyed this one coming and out. And keep in mind that we're going to get close-up shots of all close this kind of shot, stuff, so. too. But the interior of the CP3, this thing is trashed. Yeah, this thing is absolutely <laughs> trashed. Now I want to get that back out. Okay, so there's three plungers, very similar to this design, almost identical, mm-hmm. um, happening here, so here, here, and here. Okay, but what's cool with the CP3 is you've got the cam which is a one lobe cam mm-hmm. that sits inside this sort of triangular shaped device here <laughs> i don't even know the name yeah i don't even know the actual name but um each of the um plungers sit on the flat spots of this particular inner round triangle thing <laughs> Which has a real name for it, but yeah. anyway, round, we're going to call it round triangle thing. <laughs> so they sit here, and when this pump actuates, it just basically is like pushing it up and down. You know, it's yeah, just here. pushing it vertically. Okay, I'll hold this, and you spin the. Key. Well, it, you're, it's not. That's not going to work. But yeah. Anyways. Oh, sorry. We need to support the. Yeah. Here. So. Yeah. Oh, oh, we got this. We got this. Here we go. Here we go. But now it's got to hold. Well, that this, now I got to hold this too. Uh, this is. So see it going down. No, it's, it's and now it's going up. Okay. Oh gosh. So the, oh, gosh. the most that this particular plunger can do on this triangular circular thing is kind of move a little bit side to side. 
Yeah. And you can kind of see the the marks on um, on this piece, but there's no there's no roller to spin. Like this thing can yeah, you can spin it all at once, whatever. Right? It's no big deal. So that's what makes this thing s so bulletproof. So the the You've only gotta, the only friction part you have to wear out essentially is a is a bushing. Yeah. It's like a, a bronze or whatever kind of bushing is in there that but it completely it, it not only gives this shaft support uh, but it gives it a, a, a more of an area to where it can work dispersing that load mm -hmm. um, so yeah I mean it's a it's a, even the cp3 is very simple design um, and th this is why they're so bulletproof you don't have a plunger like this moving and then has it doesn't have the ability to, to turn and, and make wear marks and and cause it to not roll so um, they're just they're a rock solid pump that's why they used them for so long and still are using them to this day mm -hmm. thank you cummins yeah um so yeah i mean it's it's you know we get questions all the time where people you know aren't having problems at you know that particular time with their cp4 mm -hmm. you know and, and are, you know are asking like hey should i look into replacing this even though i'm not having any issues absolutely once you see this video and once you see these parts and what what can happen, mm -hmm. I mean, it can happen in an instant, and then you you you've, you could very well possibly wear out or you know wipe out your entire fuel system. Yeah. All of the improvements to this show you are seeing and hearing are thanks to epic sponsors like No Limit Fabrication. Huge thank you to Mike and his crew down in Southern California for getting a bunch of carb certifications and making high quality parts. New episode comes out every Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. There's especially guys that maybe maintain fleets of vehicles. Absolutely. You know, would you rather, you know, get everybody in for a routine CP3 retrofit on there, or would you rather wait until that truck's out on a you know fifty thousand dollar job in the middle of nowhere and have a CP4 go on you? At that point, right. it's easy money. Absolutely. It's like a very easy decision at that point. Yeah. Because I'll be honest, like the, the conversion kits, like they're not like because obviously you're buying the pump and you're buying a conversion kit, so it's not like these things are. I wouldn't say they're the most expensive thing in the world, but they're not cheap. You know, they're, they're, no. they're going to be over $1,000 for sure because you're buying a pump. Yeah. So, I mean, I would think anywhere between, what is it, like probably 1000 to, depending on what pump you get, up to twenty two to 2500 something like that. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's peace of mind at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, when I when I got my truck, I, uh, I thought it had a CP4, and I was like, gosh. I was like, thank God, BD – came out with a conversion kit which we have in in in-house right now that we can uh, uh show you guys um but that was going to be my first mod was putting yeah. it i was like i well, was then i popped the hood and totally spaced the entire conversation that i know we probably had well i, I know what i've read was, yeah yeah and, and well you thought it was a 20 i thought you were getting a 20 yeah yeah and so and, that's why i was like oh cp4 truck cp4 truck yeah and i popped the hood i'm like wow that's a that cp4 looks just like a cp3 yeah like what's going on here, <laughs> and then I and then a bulb just flashed in my head. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I remember hearing so this is awesome. This is awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so. Yeah. So there there are multiple manufacturers that all make conversion kits out there. Um, we're not going to name them all off here because honestly, there's a lot. Yeah. Um, what I would look for as far as quality is in your your CP4 to CP3 conversion kit is if you are, say, in, like, California or something like that, and you need to make sure that your truck is, you know, you don't want to tune your truck, there are kits out there that are no tune required, yeah. like the BD kit for that, you know, the, the 19 to 20, but there are kits out there that are no tuning required. Yeah. So if you're that kind of person, I would make sure you look at one of those. If And, and I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. 
If your truck, I know there are plenty of these trucks driving around right now. If your truck has been to Mexico, okay, we're all on the same page now, right? Yep. If your truck has that stuff done to it and you buy a kit that will require tuning, that means that you are now having to find someone that will make more custom tuning for a truck that has the emissions removed. Yeah, and that could especially be a headache if you got a truck that you don't know what tuning yeah. you had started out with or you don't have a device, you don't you, you know, you don't have any information on that. Well, at that point now, you can't just go in and modify that tune. You have to get a whole new tune for the truck. Or even try and if you're like, "Oh yeah, I'll, I'll just buy new stuff." Where are you going to find it? Yeah. The, the, at this no, point, no it's kind of like a anymore. good luck kind yeah. of a thing. So Yeah, so keep that in mind. Um, so those of you that maybe are going to have a hard time finding tuning, make sure you lean towards the option that is no tuning required. Yeah. So, and I'll tell you right now, um, one of the reasons I do love working here is the fact that we were able to come to the back and tear these two things apart. And, yeah. like, I've been talking about these kinds of things for a while, but I never, like, and I had an idea of what they looked like. I watched the SNS videos. It was cool. Yeah. Um, very tech heavy, very dry. Love you guys, but it was dry. Let's be real. Um, but the the one that surprised me the most is tearing open the CP3. Like yeah. I knew it had a cam. I knew it had three plungers, yeah. so on and so forth. And I knew that there was like you know kind of like a, a rotary style, almost well, kind of looking thing in there. But I just I couldn't here. grasp the fact that there was like a we call it like a stator or something like that. It just yeah. that that just I know stays there's a technical it. name for oh, it. I'm sure there is. Way. We're totally missing it. Yeah, triangle round thing. <laughs> trying to run floaty ding about bummer. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the design on it and you could see why these are so bulletproof. Yeah. Like there's it, it's it's just so simple and there that I I am I am honestly shocked that they went to this design with nothing to maintain it in its spot. Like that yes. is a, that is shocking to me. And and to me for that thing as well is because I know that they started going to the CP4 because it was lighter, but stock to stock cp4s generally are able to make higher pressure like when you string them yeah. out they make higher pressure they don't do so well as far as volume yeah the cp3 is always going to make more volume like stock to stock here the cp3 is always going to make more volume and you can um very easily modify them to make the kind of pressure that the cp4s are going to make but the fact that they would just not put anything on there to yeah. keep that from sp like what the hell yeah, I mean, it seems like, I mean, to me, I'm not, like, no engineer or anything. It seems like an easy fix, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. Like, wh whether, it, whether it's a notch, I understand, I like, you, let's say you put a notch internally there. That's a, that's a stress point. I get that. But, like, something that just, you know, make the internal a little oblong or something like that. Make, something to stop it from spinning. Yeah. Because it just needs to go up and down. I mean. Some sort of, I don't know, man. It, 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 you got me. Got me. I don't know if any of the engineers want to pipe in on there about why they went that route or, or I have to imagine, and I'm going to take a couple of liberties on this one. So you mentioned that like, so the, the, uh, eco diesels mm -hmm. and some of the three year power strokes have it. Do they have CP4 issues? Typically not. Yeah. I just, I wonder if it's the, the volume that the larger diesel engines need that this cannot keep up with and well, it gets put under too much load or something like that. See, it would make sense to me on like the Duramax applications that don't have lift pumps mm -hmm. where it's, truly relying on the cp4 to pull fuel and pressurize mm -hmm. like there could be like cavitation issues or something occurring that could make that make that thing spin but yeah i don't but then you look at like a power stroke they've got lift pumps yeah and they s still have issues like what's what's going on guys yeah I don't know. well yeah I, okay well tyler just debunked my entire argument right there 
Yeah. Did. did I? Yeah. Uh, totally. Good job. Sorry. No, that, that's good. That's why we have these conversations, yeah. man. But, that makes great sense. But yeah, I mean, it was it's it's fun taking this stuff apart and actually seeing how how the parts are built and how how it functions. Um, I mean, it, it's it's it makes you understand. Like that's how I learn and how mm-hmm. I how I you know. I love it when something like finally makes sense to like, okay, I totally understand why those fail. Mm-hmm. Um, like I get it. I totally get it. And it's like, it, it's so simple. It's like, well, you understand why this fails, but then you also understand yeah, why, why this, this is doesn't. so robust. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just like, oh, it makes way more sense now. Yeah. Makes so, me super thankful that I have a CP3. <laughs> yeah. Me as well. Cause yeah. I'd probably have to help you change it yeah well I know, yeah <laughs> absolutely as much as i love that experience there's a lot of other things i'd rather do yeah yeah <laughs> well, absolutely so yeah are we gonna are we gonna look at that bd kit at all we're gonna show some parts or what are we doing well they they probably already saw it earlier oh in the ad oh the ad we're sponsored now oh yeah. yeah i forgot about that hell yeah yeah so yeah you uh 20 2019 to tw- uh 2019 to 20 cummins owners Get yourself that BD kit. That kit is an awesome kit. Has everything that you need to convert it over. Mm-hmm. No tuning required. Completely stock truck. You can get rid of that CP4. Throw the old, the old, the old, old winner. Trusty. Yeah, the old trusty CP3 back on, and uh, be carefree. Yeah, you know, totally. There's so many things you could spend your time with, with you know, without having to care about your injection pump. Nobody's gonna care about your feelings no. on your injection pump. Nobody's no. gonna care. They're just gonna tell you a good job buying that yeah. truck, dummy. <laughs> yeah, no no one cares. Not about even the gonna know. <laughs> and it's like, and it's a fact too, because facts don't care about your feelings. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Standard. Absolutely. Right on. Well, that's gonna just about button this one up. Uh, we greatly appreciate all everybody for tuning in. Um, again, if this is your first time listening. Make sure and check out some other episodes as well. We don't just do straight up this type of stuff. We do talk about a lot of other things. Um, anything that has to do with, you know, basically being a man and liking diesel trucks. Yeah. And being American. Like yeah. Straight up. Absolutely. Um, if you are listening to this episode and a lot of this stuff kind of like makes sense but doesn't, check out the YouTube uh, YouTube show, the YouTube channel for for that. It's it's, uh, it's from dieselpowerproducts.com. And if you're, or if you're on YouTube and you just search America's Diesel Podcast, we will pop up. Um, but this one is going to be a good one to get some good visual cues on. We're going to – we are going to – We've, we've talked about zooming in on things before and stuff yeah. like that. Now we actually have the manpower to make that happen. So we're actually going to be able, there's going to be some good images coming up on there. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. You got, you got a good rant or anything? Um, I kind of already did it in the beginning. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't supposed, I don't, I don't know if I was supposed to, oh wow. I just took this thing apart. <laughs> oh, it just came out. <laughs> There's the plunger. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. That is what you would call it was a, a clasp for a machine fit. Yeah. Yeah. Because that I, thing, I, we thought that thing was stuck in there. Oh, look at that. Gosh, I'm a freaking Damn. mechanic. Look at that. Wait, wait for it. No, get in there. It's tight fit. Whoa. <laughs> hey, oh. Yeah. That's right, folks. Oh, look at 12. that. Look at it. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I like that. You do that. That was nice. Pull it out. Let it go. <laughs> That's a tight fit right That's a there. Tight fit. Oh, yeah, I bet you if it. Oh, 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 wait. Oh, guys, I gotta give you this. Yeah. I gotta give you this noise. A little a. Yeah. a-, a- oh, oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just screwing around. You ready? You ready, guys? ASMR. Is that what it's called? Yeah. ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Ready? Ready? Three, 
two, calm yourself. Here we go. <laughs> That's good. That is good. <laughs> so stupid. If you were wondering, yes, we are 12. Where's that cap? I want to see it's, if I can I don't know shoot where it, this across shut, the room. We got another one over here if you want it. <laughs> yes, I think, we do. Yeah. No, we don't. No, Darn it. it. All right. All right that's, what, that's what we're going to do for the rest of the night is see how far we can shoot the plastic cap. <laughs> yeah. And maybe we'll try and make it into a bucket. Who knows? Hey, who knows? There's, there's barley juice to drink and... It's hot. So it's hot. We're gonna get it done. <laughs> All right, let's end this episode. <laughs> yeah, let's close it up here. Thank you for tuning in, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. One of the most legendary shows in the outdoors is on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Primo's Truth About Hunting, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.